Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer. Today we are continuing our, (laughs) basically, our podcast remedies on suppression. And it seems like we've been talking about this for the last few weeks now. I can't stress enough how important it is to understand this, the form of suppression and what suppression does to the body. If you suppress an illness, then you are more likely to have a disease state driven inward. And it will change. The disease state may change or it might just exacerbate. But the point is, is when we suppress one thing, it leads to something else. And today we're talking about the homeopathic remedy zinc or zincum. And according to John H. Clark, he says, zincum belongs to the magnesium group of metals. It also has long been known in the arts, especially in its combination with cuprum in the manufacture of brass. Zincum was proved by Hahnemann and his associates, and it appears among the remedies of his chronic diseases. Zincum poisons the brain and nerve and it corresponds to nerve poisoning of various kinds. The word fag, we call this, we talk, I talk about this in a lot of the acids. We have a podcast, or I think it's two podcasts, about brain fag and um, the want of grit. It's, it's absolute exhaustion. The word fag covers a large part of zincum action. It may be nerve or brain fag. Like I said, fag being exhaustion. Or it may be muscle fag. Fag means that tissues are worn out faster than they can be repaired. This leaves them poisoned by waste products. Zincum meets the effects of brain fag from overstudy, from night watching, fatigue, but there is another kind of nerve poisoning met by zincum, the poisoning of suppressed eruptions or discharges. So here we go again, folks, with more suppression. And John Clark probably says it best when he explains the common old school use of zinc ointment to suppress eruptions and zinc injections to suppress discharges is based on fact. Zincum does, does suppress them and it transfers the morbid action to the nervous system, setting up a poisoning there. And conversely, in homeopathic attenuations, zincum can reverse the process. It can restore suppressed eruptions. It can cure the consequences of suppressions and can set free the reactive power and conditions of undeveloped disease. Some of the keynotes of Zincom will be present to give the clue. The most important of these is incessant and violent fidgety feeling in feet or lower limbs. Must remove them, con- they must move them constantly, cannot keep them quiet. These movements may continue even during sleep. Another is too weak to develop to expectorate or urinate, to understand, to remember. Corresponding to these is relief to all suffering as soon as the menses begins to flow or as soon as other excretory functions are restored. In asthma, the patient cannot expectorate, but as soon as he can, he is relieved. 
General twitchings and general trembling are, according to Nash, equally characteristic of Zinkum. And then in my notes here, I have printed some of the case studies, which are very, very interesting to read. And so again, you, they will be in the printable. But I want to go back to this, the suppression and the fact that most people are going to have heard the fact that this is a, you know, what it, what is that, um, the fidgety feet that they're going to have heard <laughs> and how many people have come to me and said, do you have anything for that? Uh, I have restless leg syndrome. Do you have anything for that? Well, here we go. And now what is John Clark telling us is the cause of that? Suppression. Okay. So the zinc ointments and the zincum can work to suppress eruptions and, and the zinc injections to suppress discharges is based on fact. So zinc does suppress them and it transfers the morbid action to the nervous system. And that's where everything begins to go haywire. It can either act upon the muscles, it can act upon the brain, it can act upon the nervous system. So when we have that, yeah, we can have restless leg syndrome. We can have a lot of nervous twitchings and violent aggravations. And so we have this story of zinc ointments and zinc suppression. So I have to go back and think about when my babies were small. One of the things that zinc oxide is used for topically is to protect the skin from irritation caused by diaper rash. It is an over-the-counter skin protectant with various dosage forms, including lotions, creams, ointments, and paste. Zinc oxide forms a physical barrier on the skin, thus protecting it from irritants and wetness. This physical barrier has a soothing effect on the irritated skin. But at the same time, you have to realize that what was it suppressing, okay? It depends on how it's being used and um, what it's being used for. What is it actually suppressing? If it's just being used as a protectant, it wouldn't be as serious as if you're trying to heal a diaper rash that's trying to come out. Do you see what I'm saying? Again, everything has its everything has its special circumstances, but I look back and I'm thinking, I'm pretty sure I used that white stuff on my baby's bottoms when they were real small, my older kids, you know. So we have to really think long and hard about what we do when we, you know, put this stuff on our, on our bodies. And another thing is, is like that we use zinc as a sunscreen. Okay. So the problem is, is they break down the zinc particle into nanoparticles. And so it can pass right through our skin very, very easily when we're, when using sunscreens. And so you have to be really, really careful that it stays on the outside of the skin so that it's not really suppressing anything. It's just that the zinc then is using to, it's using to bounce the rays back so that the skin isn't being burnt underneath. But the nanoparticles that the body absorbs is still acting as like a sunscreen, but now the body's absorbed it. So now it's going to have to deal with it later as well. So once the body absorbs something through its skin, it takes 20 minutes for it to realize the skin to realize that, oh my gosh, I just absorbed something I shouldn't have absorbed. Because the skin isn't smart like the stomach. The stomach will take something in and immediately know. It'll have a gag reflex or it'll immediately know it shouldn't have eaten what it just ate and it will try to throw it up. Where, like I said, the skin, it takes 20 minutes for anything absorbed in the skin to reach the brain, part of the brain that says, uh, that wasn't a good, that wasn't a good thing to take in. And then it'll, and then it'll develop the rash or then it will have a reaction. 
whether it be heat or prickly heat or a rash or hives or something like that. So you have to understand that we need to be really, really careful what we put on our skin as well, okay? All right, so enough about the suppression of zincum. Let's talk about some of the things that, what else he, he talks about. I will say that if you read the clinicals of zincum metallicum, it's, it's <laughs> absolutely amazing. It, when I say clinicals, these are some of the things that zincum is actually used for and the attenuated, in other words, the homeopathic remedy. It is from everything from alcoholism, asthma, brain fag, paralysis of the brain, affections of the breast, cataracts, eruptions on the chin, chlorosis, in other words, that greenish biliary color to the skin, cholera, constipation, cracks in the skin, dentition problems, diarrhea with nervous stupor, diphtheria, dysentery, earaches, eczema, enuresis, eruptions, suppressed eruptions. So the homeopathic remedy zincum is really good for certain suppressed eruptions. Affections of the eyes, foot sweat, suppressed foot sweat, gastralgia, headaches, pain in the heels. This is That's a funny one because we've had people on our forum and they'll ask, oh, I've had such pain in my heels. And I always say that because of the pain in the heels, I always look at the digestive system, the large intestinal area. And so pains in the heels, hernia, inguinal hernia, hiccups, um, hysteria. I mean, it just, that's not even, that's not even half of them. Okay. It's just amazing. Like I said, this, all these notes are in the printable, but if you look at this, you know, obviously no one's going to have all of these different symptoms or these different ailments or these different clinical problems, but zincum is a remedy that is so broad and it's so huge that all of these things are included. So I have to go back up and say, it was kind of funny because one of the things that I most readily look to this remedy for is sensitivity. Okay. We know that zincum metallicum is amazing for twitches and jerks. And these twitches and jerks are due to a hyper overstimulated or oversensitive patient that has had the nervous system or the brain and the nerves that are fatigued and they're starting to complain and they're starting to, you know, kick up and say, Hey, we've got a problem here. Um, the restless feet, like I said, in continued motion, they can be lame, weak, trembling, twitching, general aggravation from suppressed eruptions from suppressed menses and better with the flow only feels well during the menses. Like we said before, because once when something has been suppressed and then finally it can, it starts to flow, then the symptoms will go away. So these twitches, jerks, and, and issues of the nervous system are huge. And one of the things about the nervous system is that when it's fatigued, then the person, the patient is hypersensitive to all external stimuli. Everything will make them jump. Everything will make them scream. Everything will make them twitch or become restless. And they can't stand loud noises. They don't like bright lights. They do not want to be overstimulated in any way, shape or form because they're hypersensitive. Zinc, like I said, zinc corresponds to the poisoning of the nerve end of the brain. And so the brain and nerves are fatigued. If the tissues are worn out faster then they can be repaired. So when we understand that, then we can understand that that zincum picture of the person that may need it. Um, we like Korea from fright from, from suppressed eruptions, 
<clears throat> this is a really good remedy. Now we don't, you know, what kind of things would cause a fright, right? Um, and what is chorea? Chorea is the constant movement of a particular part of the body, a twitch or a tick or a, a repetitive movement. And that can be caused, like I said, from fright or suppressed eruptions. And I've seen emotional trauma that will cause that type of chorea, that, that type of tick. But at the same time, if it was brought on from a fright, let's look at zincum because it, can, it affects the nerves of the brain. I had, um, you know, even stuttering. Let's look at this remedy for stuttering because what has happened if there's been a fright, a great fright, and someone begins to stutter or something happens that has affected the nerves of the brain, let's look at zincum as a remedy for that. Okay, um, again, the ears, that's, um, I, I like to think of this remedy when someone is hypersensitive to sound. They can't stand loud noises. The children might, a small child might complain of sharp pains in their ears or itching, and they feel like they need to bore their finger into their ear. Neuralgia of the middle ear, discharge of a fetid pus, offensive moisture from the left ear, ringing, whizzing in the ear, impaired from increase of earwax. There's, there's a lot of different eye symptoms as well. Burning, watering, itching, smarting as from salt. I kind of, you have to look at the, the, the fears are very childlike in the sense that Korea from fright, fright of robbers, they're, they're afraid of robbers. They start at a fright, so they jump. Stares as if frightened on walking and rolls head from side to side. Fears being arrested on account of an imagined crime. Like I said, the, uh, the biggest one too, as far as like the, most people can relate to are the restless feet in continued motion, cannot keep them still. Going on about this remedy, I think you can understand the symptom picture of it is how it affects the entire body, any part of the body. We have, you know, the, the common twitches and ticks in Korea and the restless feet. But we also have to understand that it can affect any part, any organ, any part of the body due to um, exposure, suppression, or fright, anger. Even surgery can bring on the need for this particular remedy. If they've been left with any of these types of symptoms, excessive study from brain or from brain concussion, frostbite, suppressions from eruptions, oteria, menses, Lokia, um, even if the milk has been suppressed, chorea from fright or from suppressed eruptions. Worse during sleep, especially for the feet. So when we look at this remedy, we can see so many people in our lives. On your, I can just see you right now. You're thinking, oh my gosh, I know, I know who needs this remedy. And you could probably think about three people that you would like to give this remedy to just right off because of all the different symptoms that this remedy has and most of us are victims of suppression nowadays it's it's a very sad state of affairs but let's try to get everyone cleaned up everyone around us because then we have all these believers in homeopathy they'll go oh my gosh oh my goodness i can't believe i feel so much better <laughs> so let's like i said if you can go through these notes that i'm going to put into our resource center and print them off put them right in your notebook under remedy reviews and have them at your at your fingertips because like I said I just I just love all the things that John Clark talks about and the case histories that he puts in here it's amazing I mean I can't even like he even kept the best notes 
of his colleagues. He collected his colleagues' notes and put them into his writings. It's amazing. And we have so much to be thankful for to John H. Clark for having done this. He was a very wonderful, astute recorder of the symptoms of remedy pictures and case taking. All right. So with that, I hope you understand how effective and how amazing this remedy is for so many different things. And I hope you can see this remedy now when it comes to persons who have been exposed to grief or fright or suppressions. And then we know how to use the remedy. All right. May God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.